Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. You made it to Friday, everybody. Happy Friday, and greetings from San Francisco. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Pelicans and Saints fans. I'm Sean Kelly, and the road trip for the Pels out west continues later tonight in Oakland when the Pelicans take on the Golden State Warriors. I hope everything's good for you. It is a nice day in San Francisco as we uh, greet you on this Friday morning. I wish I had better news for you, especially all across the basketball scene in Louisiana. By the way, how's your bracket doing? I mean, a wild day yesterday in March Madness. Unfortunately, the LSU Tigers couldn't score late, and they lose. They're out. And, yeah, for the second game in a row, the Pelicans had trouble scoring the basketball. Only 72 points last night. The Pelicans failed to score 20 points in any quarter in their two-point loss to the Suns. Now, there was no Anthony Davis, as you know, from last night. He had a rolled ankle. And then Omer Ashik, who was tearing people up on the glass, uh, went down in the second half. He has a strained calf, and I would say he's listed as questionable for tonight's game here against Golden State. As far as Davis goes, he was walking on that ankle last night when the team arrived uh, here in San Francisco. But I, 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 again, would imagine that he is listed as questionable for this ball game as well we'll get into the Warriors in just a moment but as far as last night's game goes not only you know did the Pelicans not score 20 points in any quarter last night they finished the night 37.3 percent from the field 31 of 83 last night and only 5 of 18 from three point they didn't help themselves at the free throw line either they didn't get there very much and when they did they only hit 50 percent of their shots going 5 of 10 from the free throw line. Nonetheless, they outshot the Suns, if you can believe that. They had three more three-pointers than the Suns in the ball game last night. Had eight more assists in the ball game last night and also also only allowed seven points off of their 11 turnovers to Phoenix, who averages nearly 18 and a half points a game off of turnovers. So where did it go wrong? Well, you can really look at two different places on the box score in the loss. Number 1, the Pelicans got out-rebounded 57 to 45 and then therefore as a result were blasted in second chance points 24 to 6 and that's where Phoenix made up for their 35% overall shooting from the field as they were 29 of 83 and then they got to the line and when they got to the line they hit some shots 14 of 21 at the free throw line 
Obviously, nine more points than the Pelicans at the free throw line. Phoenix wins by two. And so now the standings change a little bit more. It tightens up with regard to Phoenix creeping up behind you. Just two losses back in the loss column now. But the Pelicans with the loss last night also fall a full game back now of Oklahoma City. The Thunder take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. So go Hawks. That's the end of the Atlanta West Coast road trip. They're kind of making their way back to Atlanta through Oklahoma City. So I hope Atlanta overcomes that that usual letdown that comes at the end of a long road trip. And they uh, perhaps can take care of the Thunder tonight as the Pelicans get set to take on the Golden State Warriors. Now, with regard to the Warriors, no Clay Thompson tonight, but yet they didn't have any problem with Atlanta the other night. And as far as scoring goes, keep in mind that the Golden State Warriors now are this season 35-0 when they hold their opponent underneath 100 points. That's the best record for any team in the NBA in such a category since the Orlando Magic in 1994-95. That's how prolific this Golden State team is. And they've, they've been blowing people out. They lead the league in point differential and so have a slew of double-digit wins as well, and it'll be a tall order for New Orleans tonight at Golden State. I will say this. The Pelicans have a winning record in the second game of back-to-backs. If Anthony Davis plays, things change a little bit more. So we'll see how it goes, and hopefully the Pelicans can even up their their road trip at 1-1. One and one. So, yeah, so tough day yesterday for uh, Louisiana basketball fans with the Tigers and the Pelicans both losing and, uh, and in doing so failing to really score, <laughs> especially late uh, in um, the Tigers game against NC State and of course the Pelicans falling to 37 and 31 overall now with their loss to the Phoenix Suns. So with that being said we still have plenty to talk about today. We're going to get to know Elliot Williams a little bit more. He's on his second 10-day contract with the Pelicans. He did play last night nine minutes and 42 seconds off the bench and had two points on one of two shooting. Uh, We'll see what happens with Elliot Williams trying to make his way back into the league uh, kind of the hard way. We'll talk about that with him Uh, extensively here shortly. Uh, Otherwise, we're going to hear from Monty Williams, and uh, we'll also recap uh, some of um, last night's postgame. Actually, let's do that now, as a matter of fact. I want you to listen in to what Eric Gordon and Norris Cole both had to say following the Pelicans' loss. Gordon had 14 points. 14 led the Pelicans last night, but certainly Eric would have been uh, happier with a win. Uh, than the loss that the uh, Pelicans suffered. Tuesday seemed like one of those games where points were really hard to come by. I mean, what, 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 what do you think made this game such a such a struggle? I guess both teams. Yeah. Well, both teams playing defense pretty hard. You know, it came down to who's going to score the most, and um, you know, we just couldn't. Uh, the ball just didn't go in for us throughout the whole game, and you know, couldn't get on the rhythm throughout the game, and uh, it was just back and forth, back and forth throughout the whole game. Hit that clutch three, then you guys got to stop your position, you know, to win the game. Talk about that last play. Yeah, you know, we put ourselves in position to win. It was good to have that, that we have a chance. And um, you know, after I had that three, put us up. I mean, put us down by one. And uh, you know, we we had a chance. And um, you know, we just couldn't couldn't. Uh, knock down. I mean, we we took we those last two shots from uh, uh, Jensen and Tyree. Those were good shots. How tough was it when you just have another situation where um, obviously you didn't know going into today that AD would be out and then Omer gets hurt during the game that you guys have to keep kind of just adjusting to what is happening? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's, you know, it's crazy. Um, definitely at this point in the year, uh, you know, it's going to boil down to see who's the healthiest and who can execute the most. And uh, definitely, you know, 
the injuries we have, it's you know just crazy to see all this happening. So that was Eric Gordon with the, with the immediate in the postgame locker room. Norris Cole had 12 points to lead the Pelicans off the bench, and he had this to say. Uh, it, was, it was a tough game. Uh, offensively, uh, we competed well in the defensive end. Our defensive effort was was good. We only gave up 70-something points uh, for the game. Um, sometimes it's nice like that, and you still have to find a way to win. Um, these close games, I think, you know, we're learning from them. You know, we got to learn how to win, you know, down the stretch during ugly games. And I think, you know, that's the next step for our team to be able to play these tight, close games and uh, still figure out a way to get the win. Talk about the last shot. Uh, I mean, we had a chance to get a good look, had a chance to get a tip. You know, it didn't happen, you know. But um, we gave our, ourselves a chance, and that's all you can ask for on the road. You know, give yourself a chance, and we did that. You know, just came up short tonight. I mean, yeah, that's that's the that's the sport though. You know, you never know what can happen. You know, our guys do a good job of preparing. You know, staying ready for those opportunities. Yes, it's tough. You know, when guys go out. You know, but we don't we don't want to use that as an excuse. You know, we did have some guys go down to injury, but we don't want to use that as, a, as an excuse. We still gave ourselves a chance to win. You know, in a couple more plays, you know, the outcome could be different. All right, let's take our first break, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about Pelicans basketball with Pelicans head coach Monty Williams. The playoff pushes on as your New Orleans Pelicans fight for the postseason. Join us this Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center for another guys' night out against the Houston Rockets. This ticket package includes two tickets, four beers, plus we'll throw in two free t-shirts, all for as low as $46. Grab your pals to get on board for guys' night out. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. Basketball fans from all over Louisiana are invited to the Louisiana High School Boys and Girls All-Star Basketball Games being held in Shreveport at the Hirsch Coliseum on Saturday, March 21st. The best players from Louisiana will put on an exciting display of showmanship. Tickets are only $10 and games start at 1 p.m. Check out hotels and other things to do at Shreveport-Bossier.org or call 888-45-VISIT. Hi, I'm Lisa Albright. I'm 36 years old. I had the perfect life. It was everything I ever dreamed about. Until two weeks ago. I was standing in line at the grocery store, leaning over to empty my cart when I heard it. Mommy, why are her pants too big in the back? And that's when it hit me. I'm wearing mom jeans. Never again. I will look hot in yoga pants. That is my purpose. Blend it now. Try the new Firm and Burn chocolate peanut butter smoothie at Smoothie King. It's the tastiest way to get into those yoga pants. Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. This is Pelicans head coach, Monty Williams, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to San Francisco. As we continue here on this Friday on the Black and Blue Report, we want to share some of last night's Monty Williams show with you. The Pelicans head coach and myself sat down on the plane Wednesday, heading out west to record his Thursday night radio show. That, of course, aired last evening prior to the basketball game versus the Phoenix Suns. We talked about a number of different topics. I want to share a little bit of that with you now, especially Kind of Monty's thoughts on how the season has progressed and where things stand with now 14 games left. It was 15 yesterday, 14 left 
going into tonight. So in case you missed it last night, here's a portion of the Monty Williams show on our flagship station, WWL-FM. Coach, hard to believe, 15 games left in the season. I bet if you and I had talked at the start of the season what your lineup may look like or what your rotations may look like here uh, in late March, it'd probably be different than what we're seeing right now. With that comes change, probably in the way that your guys play, but maybe for you as a head coach too. How have you changed as the season has progressed in light of that? Yeah, we've we've had to um, simplify some things, change our offense um, a number of ways to fit uh, personnel, uh, changed our defense on the fly. Um, one of the things that we've tried to do without Drew is to simplify our pick and roll defense. Um, earlier in the year we were top 15 defense uh, first 10 games and then we started to slip a little bit then we lost Drew and then everything changed and it's taken us a little bit of time to get that back in order. Um, but you're right I mean when, when we put the team together uh, when Dell and his staff brought players to the team, uh, we certainly didn't think we'd have this squad and this rotation, and uh, but that's coaching. You know, a lot of the uh, the good teams in the NBA have continuity all year long. Uh, we've been able to maintain a decent record and have some success um, without that continuity, and I think that speaks to a few of the guys who've been mainstays for us, like AD and Eric and uh, Tyreek. Uh, O'Meara certainly has helped us a ton this year. And then the guys we've added, they're, they're pretty good players. Uh, uh, good compliments to what we do. Uh, Two-way players, uh, probably more defensive-minded than offensive-minded. So it, it, it's been a lot of change. Um, it's helped all of us grow as coaches. And um, it's pretty much been the same way for <laughs> the past four years. I was going to say, you're roughly now... 400 or so games into your NBA head coaching career, better now at adapting than say earlier in those in those years. Yeah, early on, um, it was a blessing to have a little bit of change our first year, not as much. Uh, the second year was like a whirlwind and um, caught me off guard. And I, I'd, I'd be the first to tell you that uh, a lot of things were happening so fast, it made me stick to fundamentals and the nuts and bolts of uh, coaching uh, the last two or three years it's it's been a lot better I know how to handle situations how to integrate better um, the coaches have done a great job of getting guys plugged in with our offense and defensive system but the first couple of years man it was like it was like taking over a company without having any experience at all you know you, you're forced to be the leader and you have no idea you know, how to run a company, one. So you go right back to the things that you know, work hard, watch film, uh, try to do the best you can from a, a simplification standpoint, stick to the fundamentals. Now, five years in, uh, I think I'm a lot better at handling those situations. So if you're coaching to your team's strengths, what would those be right now? And it's been a pretty good run since the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, from our... A strength standpoint, I think we've been able to score off of our stops. You know, the, the one thing that uh, we've gotten better at is our, our defense. If we could have had this team to start the season, we'd probably have a much better defense uh, from a numbers standpoint. We score off of our stops. Um, 
really well. The thing that we've gotten better at is, is scoring in close situations. Um, you know, case in point against Milwaukee, you know, it's a tight game. We throw the ball to AD, set up a play for him to get a clear side. Eric reads that it's not working and he flies off of it. AD pitches it to him, we get a three. You know, those were the kinds of situations the last couple of years our team didn't respond to well. And I think Anthony's better at, at having poise in those situations. They're all used to playing with one another, especially AD and Eric. They've been together longer than anybody. So I think we've gotten better in that aspect, and, and still we could use some improvement there. You always use the phrase with them, and we're just going to play the game. Seems like now they can. For a while there, it, it seemed like you almost had to manage every possession. Yeah. Not the case right now. Yeah, that was one thing I was really hoping to take a step back for me. Uh, the last three years, I felt like I've had to manage every possession, coaching every play. Um, I think because we've gotten so many stops and uh, we have guys who can create their own offense, it's helped me to uh, look at the game differently and not have to look at it but from a play-by-play -play, uh, perspective. So I, I think I know you're right in that, in that point. Uh, Eric and Tyreek have been pretty good facilitators, even though neither one of those guys are point guards. It's been uh, really a lot of responsibility for those two guys, but they've handled it well. Coach, we hit the road here out west after two games at home. You split the two games. What did you take away from those two games? And I'm, and I'm asking a wide open question here because I'm really curious to see what you'd say. Yeah, we, we haven't handled uh, long stretches off well. You know, we had four days off. We came back. We were a bit sluggish against Denver. Um, didn't close that game out well. I didn't think our focus was as a, at a high. It wasn't low, but it wasn't where it needed to be. And... Uh, Against Milwaukee, we won an ugly game, which is something we haven't been able to do in years past. We've won a few ugly games this year, and uh, we've been able to do it without all of our guys, which is really cool. Uh, the Denver game kind of sticks in your crawl a little bit, but can't do anything about that. But we, we've been, a, since the All-Star break, we've improved a lot. Um, our guys have bought into the system. They're playing hard, playing for each other. And uh, we've given ourselves a great chance to be there in the end. And that's all you can ask for. And as always, the Monty Williams Show airs on Thursday nights at 8 Central on the flagship station of the Pelicans Radio Network, 105.3 WWL-FM. Pelicans and Warriors tonight. We'll see if Elliot Williams has a say in the ballgame. We'll visit with him for the first time on the Black and Blue Report right after this. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. 
Pelicans fans. Be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Downloaded today. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. Elliot Williams is on a second 10-day contract with the New Orleans Pelicans. We haven't had a chance to visit with him yet on the Black and Blue Report, but uh, here we go. Uh, you've had quite a basketball journey, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, co collegially and professionally. Um, but, I mean, that's part of it. Um, I'm just happy to be here in New Orleans. Uh, it's a great coaching staff, and uh, I'm with a lot of the players that I'm pretty familiar with even before coming here. So it's been a great opportunity for me. Do you think a lot of people know about the, the collegiate story, if you will, where you started, why you ended up where you did, the whole that whole dynamic? Uh, I mean... Some people do, uh, especially towards this area, uh, New Orleans. But basically, I, I started off at uni uh, Duke University in uh, my freshman year, and then I, my mother, she got real sick, so I had to transfer back to Memphis uh, my sophomore year to be with her. So, Did that prepare you for what you've gone through now as a pro? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you have to battle situations like that, I mean, those are way more important than, you know what I mean, uh, situations uh, as a professional. Um, but, you know, I mean, those situations took my mind off a lot of things, you know, that was going on personally. Um, so, I mean, everything happens for a reason, and um, I'm just, like I said, happy to be here in New Orleans. I remember watching you in Portland and saying to myself, oh, boy, look out, this kid, he might be able to get something done in this league. And then injuries started to happen. Yeah, those, those were major in uh, Portland. I mean, I've... I've had a lot of, you know, injuries uh, so far, and now I'm back. You know, and this is one of the one first times. I mean, halfway through my season last year in Philadelphia, I felt felt real healthy, but this is the first time I'm feeling really, really healthy. Um, so, just, just you know, what I mean, getting my time, um, doing what I can uh, right now. This is a good situation for me, especially in the playoff hunt. Um, just, you know, what I mean, being solid and, and, and playing my role. Uh, so, this is good. How hard is it? I mean, it, to kind of like get yourself on the scene and then have to almost go back and go a whole different route through the D-League, through 10-day contracts and all that. How difficult is that path as opposed to the ones where you see it, you know, good college career, drafted, gets in the league, grows, stays? That seems like the easy one, right? And it's, I mean, it's a, it's a job. I mean, I mean, it's nothing easy. Uh, this is this is this is a tough league to you know stay in. Uh, I mean, it was it's hard to get here. An old head told me once it's hard to get here, but it's even harder to stay. And uh, that's a true statement, man. And uh, I mean, it, every like I said, everything happens for a reason. The D League prepared me. Um, it was able to, you know, give me a lot of time, you know, playing at a high level. You know what I mean? I learned a lot about picking roles, and I, I was able to develop my jump shot. I was able to get healthy um, at the same time. So, I mean, that, that was good for me. And um, now, I mean, I'm in a, like I said, a great situation with this 10-day, the second 10-day here for a team that's battling for a playoff spot. Those 10-day contracts go fast, don't they? Oh, man, <laughs> especially, you know, when you're playing games and things like that. I, I mean, I'm probably already on my fourth or fifth day already on the 10-day, um, on my second 10-day. So, I mean, but at the same time, it's fun, man. It's fun. What do you think you've been able to show 
um, to this team or another team that's seeing film of you on these two 10-day contracts? Yeah. Uh, well, the one thing that I know I can always control is my defensive uh, presence. I'm long, athletic, and uh, I'm able to guard a lot of positions, especially the point guard position being 6'5", 6'6". Uh, so defensively, um, strong, and you know, offensively picking my spots. Um, you know, being able to drive when I can, um, being able to knock down the open shot when I can, and uh, you know, just playing solid. The only thing left, I guess, is to be signed for the remainder of the season. You feel confident about that? Uh, I mean, you got to be feel, you got to feel confident. But I, I, I can't focus on that. You know what I mean? I'm just focusing on, you know, taking every game, every situation, and uh, just making the best of it. All the best, Elliot. Appreciate it. Yep, Elliot Williams with us here on the Black and Blue Report. More on this Friday in just a moment. The future is now for the New Orleans Pelicans as all-star Anthony Davis has become one of the elite players in the NBA. 2015-16 season tickets are now on sale, so make sure to secure early bird pricing and receive special gifts as part of our parade of prizes. Season ticket holders receive great benefits, including access to exclusive team events, plus savings on concessions and merchandise. Be part of the best fan experience in the NBA by calling 525-HOOP or visiting pelicans.com today. Can't pay your bills because of gambling, missed car payments, credit card bills mounting? Do you have multiple payday loans because of your gambling? If you or your family is suffering from gambling problems, treatment services are available for Louisiana residents at no cost. Call now. It's free and confidential. 877-770-STOP or online at helpforgambling.org. A message from the Louisiana Department of Health and Hospitals Office of Behavioral Health. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. I hope that you'll stay up late with us tonight. Yeah, it is going to be a late night with regard to the Pelicans out west here. Now, over in Oakland, just across the bay, it's Pelicans and Warriors at 9.30 Central tonight. Coverage, of course, on the Pelicans radio network and also on television at Fox Sports New Orleans. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, the Warriors are the best in the west. Uh, no Clay Thompson tonight, but... We'll certainly see Steph Curry and the rest of that bunch. Uh, unless Steve Kerr decides to rest some guys tonight, he's done that here in the last week. He may do so again this evening. Um, I don't know which one I which one I'm hoping for. I kind of want to see the the uh, full blown Warriors lineup minus Clay Thompson, but at the same time, I'll take anything we can get as far as helping the Pelicans get back on track here out west. We will visit with you again on Monday, and we'll recap this West Coast road trip. We might have Mark Spears with us, national writer for Yahoo Sports covering the NBA. And uh, who knows what else on Monday. We'll be starting a new week and doing so at home. We'll be in Studio B on Monday at uh, Airline Drive. So with all that in mind, we say thanks to Elliot Williams today, head coach Monty Williams, Eric Gordon, and Norris Cole as well. Hope you have a great weekend, everybody. Dodge those raindrops down south. Perhaps maybe you'll enjoy this first weekend of spring with some crawfish. Otherwise, those of you up north... We hope that you're uh, closer to spring than you were just a couple of days ago, weather permitting, of course. All right, that'll do it for us here on the Black and Blue Report. Don't forget you can always find us online at pelicans.com, neworleansaints.com, free on iTunes, and through your mobile device at the Pelicans app and the Saints app as well. I'm Sean Kelly from San Francisco. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. 
If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. 